RTS for giving us opportunity to actually speak to you. But at the same time, um, you know, of to hear your opinions as well. Now the topic today is what youth want, right? Post 1975. That's a pretty large gap. This year I'm 34, uh, or so I like to claim, because my birthday isn't passed yet. But th there is this large um, age range of people that we're talking about. We have many, many different uh, people in different stages of life. Some of them are studying, some of them are working, and some of them are serving our nation in NS. Um, I think even before any of these guys have actually come out to work, they have seen the effects of uh, so-called globalization. They see it in their schools, they see it in their workplace. Nicole has mentioned that we have been chasing uh, economics a lot. And for me, myself, the way I see it, you know, GDP doesn't really affect my salary or the salary of my fellow Singaporeans. Um, GDP isn't my KPI, I guess, so it doesn't affect me. There, there, there are a range of opinions among the young, ranging from apathetic to anti-PAP to pro-PAP, pro-opposition. There is a something that I, I wanted to talk about. The youth actually are the people who have possibly a lot of propensity and potential for change. I, I believe that the youth of Singapore can do a lot more than what they're doing right now. And I believe that we should not just look to the uh, political process to change anything in the country, but we should take ownership of our own country as well. because. Hey, we're Singaporeans. We, we belong here. Some things that uh, I see that could be improved with regards to, to how things are run, there's, there's a lot of things that can be talked about. I believe in teaching critical thinking, for example, that we need to look beyond just what is given to us, but we need to look at um, examining the deeper issues and the causes behind things. Now, it's not about um, accepting what is given to us, but we have to think for ourselves and to question as well. There has been in the past, for example, um, you know, in various reports, we talk about um, this figure called the average. It's just, this is just an, a specific example, but I'm going to quote something I saw and read from a blog quite recently. Now, this guy was saying that, you know, there's this guy who, who ate six meals in one day, and the next day, he ate nothing. Now, the, the average for that would be three meals a day. But I would say to you that that's not a very good way to live. So in the same example, in the same vein, when you look at statistics, 
you shouldn't just accept things as they are, but I would say that you have to take, because I don't think the uh, statistic, the average statistic is a very good representation of things as they are. Perhaps something like the median would be better served when you talk about things like the average salary, for example, of Singaporeans. I, I would prefer to look at something like the median. Other things include figures like resident unemployment figures, where Singaporeans are put together with PRs, and then a, a single figure is reported for them. I would suggest that we look at Singaporeans' unemployment figures and PR unemployment figures rather than lumping them together. Um, my time is coming up, so I can just end right here. Thanks. Thank you, Mr. Lin.